0: Hi, I'm T, Parent Guide and Harmonizer. Welcome to Relational Parents, where we are leading our families from a place of openness and expansiveness. And from there, we get to connect more joyfully and deepen our relationships. So glad you're here. Okay, I'm really excited to be back to continue this conversation i you know i kid myself that it's a conversation i know it's a little bit of a monologue but if you comment and if you reply back to me, it can be a dialogue. I actually, I watched um, a video. I listened to a YouTube video of somebody that I follow uh, this morning. It was fantastic. And I did dialogue with her. I actually made her a little video back and I sent it to her. And I had some thoughts. You can send me a video. You can send me an email. I would love to dialogue with you. So um, I just wanna say it can be a conversation. Um, And until it is that conversation with you in particular, um, I'm going to use what I am hearing and feeling and um, how I'm interacting with my clients and with the parents in my group and with the world. As the other side of the conversation, but I want to welcome you to also have that personal other side of the conversation with me Okay um, so we're talking about energy and specifically my favorite way to Talk about energy the framework that I like to use is yin-yang and and <laughs> Like obviously I did not make this up. This is like the ancient Taoist philosophy, like thousands of years, um, of yin yang. So I'm, I'm glomming onto that because it feels good. It resonates. It is also not energetically charged in the way that the words masculine and feminine are charged. I don't like talking about energy in terms of masculine and feminine, because a number of reasons, and I hope to get into these reasons today. We might have to um, have another conversation to really fully explore these, but one reason is that my idea of feminine might be different than your idea of feminine, because maybe we grew up in different places. Maybe we are different ages, different generations, maybe all of these things. Okay. So that is not, it's not like a a universal language, Uh, like two plus two. Everybody knows what we mean when we say two plus two, one, two, right? Everybody has the same idea about two. Um, You might have, you know, additional ideas about two versus three, whatever, but everybody knows what you mean when you say two in terms of the number. Not true with masculine and feminine. That's a big reason. There's a bigger reason Um, and I want to explore another big, big reason today. That bigger reason is, and I don't pretend to be on the bleeding edge of everything that is going on in terms of gender and fluidity and the, the number of um, genders, if that's even a thing. Right. But what I do know is that, you know, male, female and. You know, heterosexual, homosexual, which, and maybe even bisexual. Those were the only options um, 30 years ago that I was aware of, right? When I was in college. And today there are so many more ways that people are identifying. Right? So it's much, much more fluid. So what is it? What does masculine feminine mean? I, I don't know. It gets a little bit, you know, we can get a little bit tripped up. I think there's a lot of relativity to it when you're talking about this fluidity. So in order to take some of the, some of the charge out of a lot of conversations, I think. Why not yin yang? Yin yang. And even though yin yang are two, right? That's like a duality yin yang. It's not really because every point between 100% yin and 100% yang, there's an infinite number of points in there. And everything is relative anyway, right? Uh, like if we said up, down. Right? Well, like at the tippy top, that would be like the most Yang and in the middle that would be more Yin. But then if we look at a point at the very bottom, then the middle turns from relatively Yin to relatively Yang. It's all relative so that it's nice and fluid, just like gender has become more fluid, more possibilities, more ways that humans are allowing what they feel inside to be expressed outside. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful harmonization of yin yang that can be unique. And so I am going to in my work in what I am putting out in the world, I am going to be taking, I'm not going to be referring to masculine, feminine, unless there's some very specific explanation that I use. Okay. Yin Yang is much, um, much more helpful. And so if we. You know, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute because yes, yin is uh, more of the receiving energy, yang is more of the projecting or giving energy, and so if you look at, I think I think all species, most species, certainly you, you know we as humans, right? If you look at female reproductive system that is a receiving, the the receiving part, right? And so that is yin energy receiving. And the male is the projecting, the giving, that's yang projecting. Okay. So that's fine. Female reproductive yin, male reproductive yang. It doesn't mean that um, a man is only masculine if he's like a hundred percent young. No, let's like take masculine and feminine out, right? So everybody's got their own, you know, unique energetic signature, and we can all harmonize more. We can harmonize more internally and externally. And that's Wow. And that's like kind of a big nutshell, I guess, but that's where relational parents is coming from is that ability for us as parents to harmonize within. And then it's a natural consequence naturally, if we are more harmonized internally as humans, as parents, as parents who are facing arguably like the most... (laughs) extreme challenge parenting adolescents in this day and age, this is a, this is a, an unprecedented, a crazy time, right? And I'm not talking about pandemic. I'm talking about a lot of the things that are happening, other things that are happening in the world and with our adolescents that we have no previous experience with. If we can come in to greater resonance and more harmony internally, then we can bring that out and externally with our adolescents. And it's not, it's not easy. And I'm not saying it's as, as simple as uh, one step there, but it doesn't have to be complicated. So, oh, that was a mouthful, I hope, um, I hope I hear from you. Okay. So if you're. Listening to the podcast, you can go anytime to relationalparents.org and then hit the connect tab and send me an email from there. Or um, if it's easier, you can type in support at relationalparents.org and I will be very, very happy to get your side of the dialogue and, uh, and engage with you. All right. Until next time. for now if something in this podcast resonated for you i want to give you a special invitation to come on over and join us in our private community on facebook it's called relational parents you can find us that way we're there having real conversations about what's going on in our households our challenges and we are a very inclusive and non judgmental safe space. I hope to see you there soon.